Hello, it's Tuesday, July 2nd and this is Manisha Pandey bringing you your daily dose of news. It's been raining incessantly in the capital city of Maharashtra. Mumbai has received the second highest rainfall in 45 years. As it is with every year, monsoon in Mumbai has begun to extract its human cost. At least 19 people were killed and close to 40 others were injured early morning today after a compound wall collapsed in Malad East. People living in shanties adjacent to the wall got trapped under the debris. Six more people were killed in Pune after a wall of an educational institute collapsed today and three others died in a similar incident in Thane district. In another horrific incident, two friends drowned inside a car in North Mumbai after their car got stuck in an underpass. Irfan Khan who was 37 and Gulshad Sheikh who was 38 were returning home late on Monday night when they drove in a heavily waterlogged underpass in Malad. The Scorpio car they were in got stuck. As water entered the engine, the automatic doors got jammed and the men could not get out. The death toll in rain-related accidents in Mumbai is close to 30. The Maharashtra government declared a public holiday today. Meanwhile, Mumbai airport authorities have said that they would take close to 48 hours to reopen the main runway. Amid all of this, there's the usual political mudslinging. The Congress has blamed the BJP and Shiv Sena for drowning the city. Meanwhile, the state CM has urged Mumbaiers to stay home. That solves all problems, I guess. A fight over parking space took a communal turn in Old Delhi on Monday and the area remains tensed with shops shut down and police presence. According to police, around 10:55 p.m. on Sunday, Ash Mohammed parked his two-wheeler outside Sanjeev Gupta's home. The Indian Express quotes a senior police officer as saying, "Quote: An argument ensued and Gupta came out of his house. According to eyewitnesses, Ash Mohammed was beaten up by some locals, but he ran away and returned with his associates." Unquote. The Indian Express also quotes a police officer who said a false rumor spread that a man had been beaten to death after which around 350 members of the Muslim community gathered outside the police station and Gupta's home. It's alleged that these men vandalized Gupta's home and a temple that is situated next to his house. Speaking to the Quint, the priest of the temple, Anil Kumar Pandey, said that a fight broke outside the temple after which the temple was attacked. He said, "Quote I don't know anybody's name or face. They broke the idols of the deities and burned the curtains of the temple. I don't want anything but that they should be punished." Unquote. Prime Minister Narendra Modi expressed his unhappiness with Akash Vijayvargiya. Akash is the son of senior party leader Kailash Vijayvargiya and he rose to fame after a video of him assaulting an official with a cricket bat went viral last week. At a meeting of the BJP parliamentary party, PM Modi is reportedly to have said that such people should be expelled from the party without exception, no matter whose son they are. BJP leader Rajiv Pratap Rudi told NDTV, "Quote: The PM was very upset. He said nobody has any right to misbehave or take the party for a ride or show arrogance in public. He used a very strong statement and said that any such act is unacceptable." Unquote. Prime Minister Narendra Modi also admonished party lawmakers who had been skipping parliament sittings or its debates and he basically indicated that he's keeping a close watch on their attendance in parliament. The PM is reported to have told his colleagues, "Quote, how would you feel if Amit Shah were to come to your rally and didn't show up at the last moment?" Kerala Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan has said that the policemen who were involved in the custodial torture of Rajkumar will not remain in the force and will be subjected to strict action if proven guilty. 
49-year-old Rajkumar was arrested by the police on June 16 in a loan fraud case. According to the police, Rajkumar had cheated 34 self-help groups after taking money from them. The News Minute assessed Rajkumar's autopsy report, which highlights 22 injuries across his body. Four of his ribs were fractured apart from his sternum. Contusions detected on the soles of his feet indicate that Rajkumar was subjected to the infamous Falanga torture, which involves continuously beating the soles of the victim's feet. This was mentioned in the autopsy report. The UK High Court has begun hearing the arguments from the defence team of Vijay Malia. Malia has sought permission to appeal against his extradition order signed off by the UK Home Secretary to face fraud and money laundering charges amounting to 9,000 crore rupees in India. The former Kingfisher Airlines boss said he was feeling positive as he entered the Royal Courts of Justice. The hearing is ongoing as we record this podcast. The Times of India reports that when Malia was asked how he felt, he said, quote, There are no feelings. This is a court, not a cricket match, that one can predict what is going to happen. Unquote. The Times of India also reports his message to the government, which is, quote, My message to the Indian government, as I have said many times, is that money is there. Please take it. I don't want any concessions. Please take 100% back and both let's get on with our lives. Unquote. U.S. President Donald Trump has warned that Iran is playing with fire. This is after Tehran said that it exceeded a limit on enriched uranium reserves under a 2015 nuclear deal, which was abandoned by Washington. Meanwhile, Iran's Foreign Minister Mohammad Javed Zarif has said that Tehran had not violated its 2015 nuclear deal with world powers. Britain called on Tehran to avoid any further steps away from the landmark deal and the UN said Iran must stick to its commitments under the accord. Donald Trump told reporters at the White House, quote, They know what they're doing. They know what they're playing with. And I think they're playing with fire. Unquote. Today is a crucial day for Bangladesh as it faces India in the Cricket World Cup. At the time of recording this podcast, India was batting and had scored 288 runs for five wickets till the 46th over. I'm going to leave you with a suggestion from newslaundry.com. Do watch this week's episode of TV Nuisance where we look at Anjana Om Kashyap's ground reporting from Muzaffarpur and add some special effects to it because truly it belonged in the soap opera genre. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please.